It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, uh, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fount of pop culture trivia. Um, at the recording of this, I'm feeling a little under the weather. So You're I a little a, sick. I had a respiratory infection, which is just awful, I'm yeah. just telling you. Yeah, I got pretty sick last week. Most of my family was sick. I went to the emergency room. Turned out I just needed to poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty gross, Richard. Okay. Yeah. All right, so this, this week what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, um, well, okay. So this show is going up tonight, um, and then tomorrow is the Oscars, and everybody's talking about Oscars. But you know what? Me and Richard don't really care about Oscars because it's a joke. Yeah, it is. It's just like Hollywood elites patting themselves on the back, you know? Because the movies that should get the Oscar, like, never no, get don't. the Oscar. I think, I think Logan was nominated, but I doubt actually nominated but I don't think it's going to win anymore no. I mean it might for like makeup or something like that yeah some dumb category yeah, nobody cares those about. movies always get like makeup or special effects and stuff but they never get like a best actor or best screenplay or best director. you know who should get best supporting actor who's that Patrick Stewart <laughs> for yeah, that I'm not he kidding is. he's amazing he is incredible he's amazing and, and you know I was moved moved by that I mean it was and the way he well you know if you haven't seen the movie sorry he dies. Um, but I mean, it's, it's been out for like, I don't know, a yeah, year? Yeah. So but I mean, you've seen it. It's just, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about our favorite, one of us, oh, actually one of my favorite television channels. It's called Comet. You can also watch it online. You can stream mm-hmm. it online. Comet um, TV. Comet TV. And Comet TV shows like all these really bad, bad like science fiction movies, like really horrible ones. And they're just awful, but great to watch, but just awful. Okay. So what... Comet is doing tomorrow, this would be Sunday, okay, is they're going to uh, feature a whole bunch of really bad movies. And so <laughs> we're going to tell you what the movies are in order and what time they're going to be on so you can tune in and watch them. Now, in Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma City is 34.3, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a digital channel, so if you have a digital antenna, or an antenna, you can and a digital TV, you can pick up this and watch it like all day. Right, but if you, I mean, if you've got a Roku, you can down. There's a Roku app you can watch. It's just a live streaming app. It's not like on demand or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like watching a live broadcast. So, but you can do that. I think it might be on Amazon T- Fire TV too. I'm not sure, sure but sure. Um, there's other ways to watch it. But these are the movies that are going to be on, and we'll just kind of preview them for you, and then you can watch them, and we'll tell you what time they come on in Central Time. So. Uh, first movie it's coming uh, on seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Johnny Sacco and his flying robot. The, the gigantic claw. <laughs> the BF gang tries to steal the secrets of the QQV, whatever that is. I don't BF know the BF. Gang? The BF. I don't gang? want to know what the BF gang is. I don't know. I hope it's nothing bad. Um, I hope it's kid friendly. It is. Uh, a transparent metal. If not, they'll cut it out on song. Yeah, they're trying to steal the secrets of the QQV, a transparent metal impervious to nearly all attacks, including those from giant robots. Yeah, that's just a thirty-minute show. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And then new into space. Men in men into space. Men into space burnout. It's another episode, but um, and these are all just TV shows that are going to be on. 
So we'll skip ahead here. Okay. So, okay, so we're looking at... Uh, exploration out of space. I guess that's a, a yeah, documentary, maybe? Just keep going. Okay. The movies don't actually start until uh, about 10 a.m. Yeah. So you can sleep in. You can miss those shows. Those shows are kind of cool, though, because they're you know old shows that you mm-hmm. can't really watch anywhere. They're really great, stupid old television shows. Here's, but this one you can find all over the place. Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. That's not a good thing. It comes on 10 a.m. Central Time. It stars the ever, uh, ever uh, genius uh, acting chops of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that dude is method. He is method. Yeah, man. <laughs> Vegas, baby. Yeah. Uh, All right, so Vampire's Kiss is... Uh, of a life of a white-collar New Yorker, Peter, seems to revolve solely around making as much money as sleeping with as many women as possible. Yeah. As a typical night of scouring trendy bars from for some action, <laughs> some superhero action is what they mean. Yeah. Uh, Peter manages to take home the sexy Rachel, played by Jennifer Bills. Jennifer Biden. Bills. Jennifer Bills. Yeah, I can't believe she's in this movie. Right. But you know. Well, this is the eighties. Yeah. So um, <laughs> she was in everything in the eighties. Um. So who bites him on the neck while they're in bed? The next yep. day, Peter is certain he is now a vampire. There is no, though no one shares his point of view, and he hasn't changed physically. He does fake, he dons fake fangs and begins stalking women. Yeah, immediately he begins, like, yeah. you know what, I'm just going to pour myself yeah, in. I, I might not be a vampire, yeah, but I think I'm just going to pour yeah, myself in. Yeah, I haven't in. watched that in a long time, but I think he went and got, like, a like some fangs from a pawn shop he or does, something, yeah, which is really yeah, weird. I wouldn't buy anything from a pawn shop and stick it in my mouth. Um, oh, man. That's like going to the thrift store. <laughs> And then not washing the clothes after Right, that. right. You know what I mean? At least, at least, fam, at least, uh, what's it, uh, uh... That's how you get lice, kids. Yeah, it is, but at least uh, Salvation Army cleans everything mm, when they yeah, get it. True. So that's good about them. Goodwill doesn't do that. Then, uh, let's see, okay, that's 10 o'clock, so at, at 12 o'clock, kind of a companion movie. Mm-hmm. Once, Once bitten. bitten. Nah, this one's more of a, like a, a, a laugh-out-loud comedy. It is, but it, it's, it's sort it's, of the same. Ah, isn't it? I mean, it's it's kind of wacky, and but and then... but it's not quite. It's not Nicolas Cage zany. It's not. <laughs> it's not like so bizarre that it's like, it's just. A, I don't know. It. I wouldn't say it's exact. Yeah. It, it's not the same. But it's right. one of Jim Carrey's first movies. It is. It um, is. And he's hilarious. He it. is. Um, I think it's. Who was it that played the vampire? Oh, here we go. We got, of course, we've got the, we've got the description here. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. We got the description. A centuries-old vampire, the Countess, played like Laura Hutton. Yeah, okay. Has kept her youthful look by drinking the blood of male virgins. Since she finds this prey challenging to come by, she is thrilled when she meets young Mark Kendall, who wants to lose his virginity, yet has a reluctant girlfriend, Robin, played by Karen Copens, who I have no idea who that is. Uh, She probably didn't have much of a career after this. Uh, After luring Mark away from a club, the Countess drinks his blood, but the hapless guy isn't sure what has happened until he starts exhibiting unusual symptoms. Um... Yeah. It, that one's pretty funny, and she's got like this. Uh, what what do you call them? They're, it's not a familiar, but it's like the guy that watches the coffin during the oh, day. Oh right, yeah, yeah, okay. it is a familiar. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, or like well, a familiar is like an animal. Or well, I don't know what he's but, called. But I don't know what you I don't, call. I don't, I don't remember what they. I don't remember what they call them. But anyways, it's, you know. Um, but anyways, yeah, he's like this. He's hilarious. I can't remember who <laughs> plays him, but he's like this really flamboyant guy. He's right. pretty funny. Uh, but uh, he's just uh, what's his 
Uh, poor uh, Jim Carrey, he's just poor Jim delivering Jim. groceries to the vampire's door. Oh, by the way, our, our times are off, though, because it's like, uh, that's 1 o'clock Central Time. So that would oh, be 2 okay. o'clock Eastern. Okay, so it's or, 11 a.m. Well, uh, uh, Central is, Time. Yeah, right, so okay. you have to get up at 9 a.m. if you're going to watch this Central Time. Okay, right. So uh, the next movie is Troll 2, which Troll has two, more which... more uh, little people in it than you possibly <laughs> yeah. ever could want. And um, it's kind of scary that way. Yeah. I don't know. This I movie was so people, bad, but... it had a documentary by, yeah, around it, based it's around it. Really but, bad. Uh, <laughs> what's funny is like, the whole thing about that is that it wasn't even a troll sequel, really. It wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be. There's not even real trolls in it, but no. they kind of just branded it with Trolls 2 to yeah. sell it as a Trolls movie. <laughs> but it's got a bunch of nameless actors in it. Michael Stevenson, whoever that is. Yeah. Uh, George Hardy and Margot Prey. Uh-huh. P-R-E-Y. Margot Prey. Margot Prey. A weird name. That's probably, um, probably not her real name. No, probably not. But anyway, you know, it's that one's pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's it's got a lot of really funny moments. You can really it's laugh. It's really bad it. though. Uh, um, four four p oh, three p.m. Three p.m. Central. Uh, e e ga e ga e ga. Yeah, Marilyn Manning uh, stars as a, a woman who she encounters an enormous caveman. E ga. Richard, played by Richard Keel, who's, you know, Richard Keel's been in tons of stuff. He was Jaws from the Bond movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Richard Keel. Yeah. And um, and so he's a big caveman. Oh, yeah, he he's driving down, a, driving down a remote California road. Uh, her rider father, Robert William Waters, heads out to the desert to prove his daughter's claims are true. Once there, Robert is knocked unconscious and trapped in Ega's cave, where he gains some insight into prehistoric life. But when Roxy and her boyfriend, Tom, Arch Hall Jr., Come to rescue Robert. Ega grows fond of the girl and refuses to let her leave. It's almost like a caveman. Yeah. Like a like a Tarzan story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With Richard Keel, he's really yeah. scary in it too. Yeah. If you've ever seen it, I've never seen it. It's a horrible movie, but it's you need to watch it. It's funny. Okay. Next is Mac and Me. Mac and Me. At five o'clock Central Time. Uh huh. Okay. If you never <laughs> heard of this, basically it's a ripoff of ET. That's like a giant ad. McDonald's. For McDonald's. For McDonald's. Yeah, and so there's a dance scene. Uh-huh. There's a dance Mac scene. And me Mac and, and me. Ronald They're like McDonald. Ronald McDonald and like all these kids eating Happy Meals, getting fat and dancing. Seriously. Um, it is a, it is an ad for McDonald's. It is. It's an the ad The whole for movie me. is. It's and not like a, a movie they were like, it's a movie company. McDonald's made this movie. I know. It was McDonald's and Coca-Cola. Yeah. And Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's... It's you know instead of Reese's pieces they he was drinking Coca Cola. It is the ultimate in like eighties merchandising to kids. And and the special effects are just awful. Oh my gosh, they're so bad. You think as much money as McDonald's made and Coca Cola made, they could have had like a better movie. Yeah. <laughs> but but gosh, it's bad. Yeah. Um, okay, then uh, seven p.m. a classic, classic movie. Uh, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. And you know this one's been yeah. this one's been parodied uh-huh. on uh, this has been uh, Riff Tracks. Theater. It's been Riff Tracks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, basically, Martian ruler Kimar Leonard Hicks is upset the children of Mars are lazy and the influence of too much pop culture from Earth. They're obsessed with the planet's television programs and don't want to do much of anything. So, in an attempt to get the kids peppy again, Kimar orders the kidnapping of Santa Claus. Hoping that the jolly old toy maker will know how to cheer the children up again. 
Yeah, leave it to Beaver is destroying young minds. Yeah, but little kids like get in the way and you know screw everything up, and I'd have got away with it too if it wasn't for you darn meddling kids. Darn meddling kids. Okay, <laughs> next up at 9 p.m. The most unwatchable movie. One of, of the most. Yeah, the garbage pale kids movie. <laughs> Which is so bad, he was in theaters for one weekend. Okay, to kind of give you some background on this, the, the, originally the, car, the the Cabbage Patch Kids were a huge hit back in the 80s. My, mm-hmm. my sister had one. Um, they were so popular. In fact, this is a fun, funny story. So Christy, my wife, okay, didn't have much money when they were, and we didn't either. I mean, the ca- Cabbage Patch Kid that my, my sister got was... Like from a friend, they they bought it for her. They were expensive. They were uh. really expensive, and so uh, Christie's mom found a Cabbage Patch Girl's head in the in the trash, and made her a Cabbage Patch Kid, like a fake one, and she loved that thing, and it was like her favorite doll. But she had no idea it was a fake. Yeah. And, then, well, and found out later and like crushed her childhood. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, so well, out of that came these carts, uh, right? Yeah, they were trying to uh, make a, a, a version for boys, and they made uh, these cars, and they called them the Garbage Pail Kids. They were so nasty. They were nasty. They're still around. <laughs> yeah. You can still find them. You can still um, find them. <laughs> they, uh, I just saw some at Walmart the other day. Okay, let's just name some of these kids and describe them. Okay. Do you know uh, some? You remember some of them? No, man. There was I the was, one kid never, that had the soiled diaper. Uh, and he just had like a saggy soiled diaper. <laughs> and he was just dragging the floor. I never had any of these things. Smearing man, so. like <laughs> gross <laughs> poop everywhere. <laughs> and there was the kid who had like uh, the piece picking his nose and had like a big string of, uh, you know, yes, snot so coming from his finger to his nose. Yeah, it was it was disgusting. I mean, it's just. So what they did was they made a movie of these things, mm-hmm. and they're like basically little people uh-huh. and like in these, these costumes. Yeah, they're like these giant animatronic, creepy heads, like warp, <laughs> warped cabbage patch kid heads. They kidnap and, all of them or something. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just I don't the most the whole thing. deplorable watch, story. But <laughs> it's, it's so not. Bad. It's not funny. No, it's, it's just, just uh, it's unwatchable. It's, it's really non coherent. Yeah, um, you wanted like whoever. I've heard of people like dropping acid and watching. <laughs> Basically, that's just all it's good for. Don't do drugs, kids. Okay, yeah. next movie, CQ. Um, I actually watched this. Mm-hmm. I saw this like because I was sick, so I was just laying around watching TV, and it was uh-huh. on. So I'm like, okay. So Paris, 1969, a director's obsession with the actress who plays a sexy secret agent, Dragonfly, has clouded his judgment, and the film has no ending. A young American. Jeremy Davies in Paris to document his life on film with total honesty is brought into the finished movie with a bang. This proves to be difficult when the line between his fantasy life and reality becomes blurred and he too finds himself seduced by the charms of Dragonfly. It's basically just this terrible, terrible romance movie that I don't even know why it's on a sci-fi channel other than (laughs) the fact that it's like some fantasy, his fantasy girl that he makes up comes to life or something. And it is just bad. Uh, you can do something else uh, at 11 p.m. Probably just go to sleep at this point mm-hmm. because the next movie, however, you're going to want to stay up for 1 a.m. Central because Jaws of Satan is coming on. Mm-hmm. Jaws of Satan. <laughs> yes. While being transported via to a carnival, by train to a carnival, a king cobra is let out of its box by Satan and it kills two <laughs> railroad workers because, you know, Satan's got nothing better to do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and to let giant cobras out of boxes on trains. 
The snake flees into the night under the influence of demonic powers. It eventually heads toward a small Alabama town, ready to strike in the name of evil. <laughs> Meanwhile, the town's Roman Catholic priest, the Reverend Tom Farrell, played by Fritz Weaver, who knows who that guy is, discovers that his ancestor was none other than St. Patrick, who drove the snakes from Ireland. <laughs> now Farrell must do the same. Dude, this movie is hilarious. I mean, it is so awful that you will just die. I mean, really, record it, okay? 1 a.m. Central Time. Uh, record this movie. It is funny. You'll die. Jaws of Satan. It's probably one of my uh, favorite well, bad movies of all time. Well, that's pretty much everything's showing tomorrow. It's like comment. somebody got drunk and made a movie. I mean, it's so bad. Um, okay, so speaking of bad movies, we want to talk about our, our dollar rental of the week. And I guess you could say our movie of the week. And this one is... Monkey Shines, Monkey Shines, an experiment in terror, okay? Now, okay, Monkey Shines, it's made by the, I okay, I love the director, though. It's George A. Romero. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made this movie. The same guy made The Night of the Living Dead, one of the great horror directors of all time, but this movie is bad. Well, let's be honest. George Romero, <laughs> he's, he's made great horror movies, but is that... At a certain point, they all started dropping off in quality. And <laughs> yeah. then he kind of just kept making those zombie movies over and over again, Dance of the Dead, <laughs> Diary of the Dead, all that stuff. And it's just kind of like repetition, being safe, I guess. It's like, I think he just got, he just like gave up. And he's like, yeah, I'll make another one. Give yeah. me my money. Yeah. Um, but this movie, okay, the premise is that you've got this guy, right? He's a jogger. He's a, he's a doctor. He's going to be a doctor, I think, or a yeah. lawyer. He's going to be a lawyer. And he leaves his house like early in the morning. He's going to go jogging. He's got his ankle weights on and his wrist weights. And he fills his backpack full of bricks. Mm-hmm. And he's like jogging down the street. He's like, hey, what's going? What's the, how's everything going? Hey, guys, how's it going? He's like a cool guy. Yeah, you know? I know. And he's like, he's all waving he's like at everybody. He's waving and like high fiving. They're people. all high fiving people. So going like, and um, he runs down the road and uh, this dog like runs out and scares him. And he runs out in front of a truck and gets hit by a truck. Yeah. And, and the he, bricks go up in the air. Yeah, the bricks is, go The guy, he gets hit by a truck head on, but he flies straight up in the air in like a spiral spin. <laughs> and, so and it's like it, And it's like, that's not how physics works, Jay, George you, Romero. You're seeing bricks hit the floor, hit the pavement yeah. and stuff, and he's like falling down. And so he gets like paralyzed from the neck down. Uh-huh. So he's got, he's in the hospital for a long time, long enough to grow a beard. Okay, so a a really fake beard. Yeah, an extremely <laughs> fake beard. Um, it's like it's like coming off on one side. Yeah, it is. You can see. And he, his buddy, who's like some kind of scientist or something. Played by like, Stanley Tucci. Yes, yeah, Stanley Tucci. Oh, and you know, uh, uh, yeah, Stanley Tucci, he's, isn't he the guy that's in the Hunger Games movies? He's the guy uh-huh. that's the announcer yeah. guy. Yeah, he's the announcer okay. guy. Yeah, and it's pretty weird seeing him in that. And, and but nobody else in this movie, there's nobody else in that. Well, you got Janine Turner, uh, the lead actress played by Michael, uh, I, don't, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name, but he's he's a character actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. He's, okay. in, that, he's in that Chicago PD oh, show yeah, right okay, now. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, um, anyway, so this guy's like working with these capuchin monkeys, mm-hmm. right? And he's like training them to do stuff for like, uh, and it would be a, it would be a great idea mm-hmm. actually because capuchins are pretty smart, and you could probably train them to do because all the, the capuchins that are in this movie they're all really doing these stunts and stuff. They're really 
No, but it says like there's a disclaimer like right at the beginning of the movie. No monkeys were no harmed. No monkeys were f- harmed. They didn't. They didn't say anything about a rat. They had a mouse. They had a. Uh, in a tank of water yeah, trying to get yeah. out. So um, I don't know about but, that know, mouse. The, the, the monkey's pretty cool, you know, and there's nothing, probably the best part of this movie, mm-hmm. just just monkey hugs. Monkey hugs, this yeah. This little monkey, he's like, hugging like, him. Yeah, it's so monkey, cute. Like, the monkey's oh. like, oh, the monkey's hugging him. Look, he's so... But then the monkey, like, decides to, you know, act out his worst nightmares or whatever. His, it, it, his worst uh, thoughts. He's yeah, his like, rage. Because this guy is, like, you know, he's bitter. <laughs> He's like bitter about he gets, being. He gets monkey like, teeth yeah. whenever he gets. You mad know his too. his girlfriend like like uh, leaves him for his uh, for his surgeon that worked on his back and. Turns and so out the monkey goes out and burns a house down with yeah. them in it. Yeah, while they're while they're uh, while they're doing the hanky panky. Yeah, we will say that uh, we watched this on Comet. I did, and um, they cut out two sex scenes. One of which is a regular sex scene. The other one's like a sex scene with a quadriplegic dude. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how that went. I don't really scene, want to well, see it. The first sex scene, the one really where they get that. burned down, <laughs> yeah. they don't show anything but their legs. Yeah, they but, do. Yeah, but yeah, the quadriplegic one's pretty, I don't, I, pretty gross. I did, I didn't, it's weird. I didn't want to watch it, and yep. I don't watch things like that. But, yep. Oh, my gosh. Just skip okay. it. So anyway, so the monkey, what's great about this is just this crazy monkey that does these horrible things, and you watch this cute little monkey just like throw... Like his mom is in the bathtub, and then yeah, the monkey a, throws a, 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 no, no, a hair dryer, a hair dryer into the, the bathtub, bathtub and yeah. like kills his mom because she's like slapping him in bed, and there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah, poor quadriplegic guy. So anyway, but it's pretty funny. I mean, yeah. you, you need well, to. It's whole, hilarious. Well, the whole deal is like uh, <laughs> the experiments they're running on this monkeys is like they it like turns out to be like this. Uh, what do you call it? it, it it's like a not telekinesis. Symbiosis. Yeah, kind of. But they share like a psychic bond. Yeah. And so you can see like when he's sleeping and stuff, he sees like all the monkey like through the monkey's eyes while he's like running through the running through the woods. Wood, running through the it woods. Like a and squirrel running through the woods. And he's lighting the monkey's lighting the match and all yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious. Anyway, so um, Monkey Shines: An Experiment in Terror by George A. Romero. That's our movie of the week. So until next time, uh, I am, by the way, uh, pretty soon I'll be having my next book is coming out. I'm just going to let you know I'm finally finishing the trilogy. Um, we'll let you know more about that later. Also, um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can, you can email us at uh, 3cylinderstardrive at gmail.com. It's all one word. You can also follow us on Twitter at 3cylindersd. Yep. Okay. Until next time, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Coots.